what is up everyone welcome to another episode of chat with dan this is your host dan for this episode we have an amazing guest as always coming to the show but before we start i want to make sure that you're having an amazing day or evening depending where you are and also remember that every day is a beautiful day because you exist so without further more let's get started We are live. <laughs> we are live now. So, Amanda, how are you today? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Like I said earlier, the weather is amazing today, and so that all makes for a nice day. <laughs> that's that's true. That's perfect. So, welcome to the show. It is so cool and awesome and amazing to have someone as talented, a badass, and epic as you. So, before we start, I have to give you an epic epic intro so if you have seen some of my episodes before you know exactly what i'm about to do if not that's fine let me show you very right now starting with a whole interview now tell me how your acting career started how my acting career started well um i started in theater i was a stage actor before getting into film and and commercial work and so i you know did school play throughout middle school and school but then in high school is when i really started getting serious about acting yeah. and um got more involved in theater at my school and my church as well had a basically a community theater going and so that's really what um I guess birthed uh my desire for acting and the entertainment industry and then I went to college for theater and got my BFA hmm. and um from there I signed with my first agency and then it kind of all just you know started happening so that's so cool. the cliff notes version of how i got started <laughs> so cool so cool and in 2013 you were in dallas tell me was that like your first experience for a tv show and what are some of the things that you learned during that first moment yeah so that was a really exciting time for me i was cast as a featured recurring um, character. And that was my first television show booking. Um, I had never done TV before. Uh, I graduated college and dating myself a little more. But, okay. well, graduated college. And then that same year I was on the show Dallas. And then I was on for two seasons doing that work. And it was, an incredible experience. I mean, yeah. there's nothing there's no better education than just being there in person on set and getting to hear the language, getting okay. how set life works, you know, getting that first-hand experience was so beneficial, so crucial for me. And I'm I'm really thankful that I had the opportunity because I got to watch and observe and learn so much during that time. That's amazing. And what were some of the challenges? that you had when you were, yeah, when you were uh, recently started? I think the main challenge is, was just like constantly questioning, am I doing this right? You mm -hmm. know, or what should I be doing? Um, you know, coming from theater, when I first started, I didn't even know like what a slate was, you know what I mean? For audition purposes. Yeah. So, I mean, the film world, 
different world are so different. Um, so I think just to begin with, it was just that period of learning new language and just feeling confident and knowing that I'm going to on to what this is and, you know, all of that. That's so cool. Wow. And then in 2014 and 2015, you were in the ninth and NCIS. So tell me about those projects and about your characters as well. Yeah, the ninth was just a short student film. I begin with, you kind of have to take, well, you don't have to, but I think that you should be taking as many opportunities as you can. Yeah. No matter all the be, just to gain the experience and build up your resume and so the ninth was just a student short film that I did. but then NCIS was again a television network yeah. show so that was another big moment for me early on um, I played the young Meredith Brody in one of the episodes so that was my first co-star television that I booked and filmed that down in Portland again that was on a larger scale yeah yeah and so another learning experience and I mean all of the um experiences just build on top of so it was it was cool yeah absolutely and also the fact that you that uh, that you were in this huge yeah this huge show which is NCIS I mean everybody knows in NCIS right so and and I think like worldwide because here we will see it like a lot of times so it is so cool and I, and 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 I bet that it was also kind of a little bit breathtaking, right? To be, uh, to, to know that you were actually part in this kind of NCIS universe, you know? Oh yeah, totally. It's moments where, again, me having just started in the film world, it's one of those pinch me moments of like, yeah. oh my, I actually do this? Am I actually here? You know? Yeah. Little so cool. And what are some of the te uh, of the techniques or things that you usually do in order to prepare a character? Well, it's different every time. Okay. It kind of depends on what's required mm -hmm. of the role. Um, you know, I've had roles where I've had to handle weapons that, and so taking specific weapons okay. like that. Um, but then, as far as like, the emotional and mental preparation, it's just different for mm -hmm. every character. I mean, some characters require more of you, um, sometimes more than you think you can give. And yeah. so having to figure out, um, you know, where you can pull that from, obviously doing all of your character research background, all that kind of stuff. But it kind of, it varies. It just depends mm. what, the, what the role is. Okay. Wow. And then in 2016, you were in Triple Indemnity, uh, It Takes a Killer, and Broken. Tell me also about your characters in those performances. Yeah, so again, those were short films, building that uh, television film resume. But Broken was actually an ABC pilot. Mm -hmm. Fortunately, not up, but that was my first uh, network pilot that I booked. Yeah. Again, it's just another one of those moments where it's kind of um, just a stepping stone, a pillar to build you up to that next uh, level, if you will. Mm -hmm. So that was another moment. It was super cool being able to put ABC on my resume. Um, 
the director for that pilot was one of the directors for Game of Thrones. So, you know, it's just cool being yeah. a bit higher level and being able to work with people of that caliber. Yeah, totally. And what are some of the, uh, what are some of the things that you enjoy the most about preparing and playing a character? I'm a big researcher. I'm a big preparation girl. Oh, hey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I really enjoy the facts. I like getting down to the facts. My character is. I love research, and so anything that can make the world feel a little more tangible in the preparation process—that's what yeah. I. Okay. Okay. Now give me one second to have some. I'm going to close the door because the like the dogs are going to start making. Okay. A hell of a noise in about 10, 10 seconds. Yeah, problem. I know some people who are watching. Right there you go. There you go. Thanks. Yeah, cool. I mean, living with three dogs, it's just impossible that whenever someone passes, so them to be quiet, you know, they oh, get yeah. so loud and yeah. What kind of dogs are they? It's a husky, the one that you just saw. Uh, then I have uh, a collie, kind of a collie. I mean, that, that is an adopted one. And the last one is a uh, pit bull, but he's just like five, five, six months old. So he's just really oh, puppy, puppy. Nice. Yeah. So, uh, and yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> and uh, and the, the, the pit bull is the one who is like, because he's a puppy, he's in this time, you know, that he's. He just yes. wants to destroy everything and eat everything he sees. So every now and then I have to like ch like check him out, like don't eat that, or he will be like chewing something, and then I I check it out, and then it, it turns out that it was a sock or yeah. some paper like, he found. I was wondering where my socks went. Now you know. There you go. Yeah, yeah. He already destroyed a pair of shoes, my wallet, and some other stuff here and there. So. That dog would be gone if it was in my house. <laughs> yeah. Eating things, I'd be like, there's a dog for sale. Who wants it? <laughs> yeah. I mean, those shoes were old, and the wallet my ex gave it to me. So I'm like, mm, it's fine. So okay, I that one. Yeah. Better yeah. Energy, get it out of here. You know exactly. The puppy, yeah. So basically, he, he did a favor for me. So we're fine. Good. I'm glad. Yeah, yeah totally. Um, yeah, right. So then, there you go. So then between 2017 and 2019, you were involved in even a lot more projects, such as Revenge in, in, in Kin, or in kind, Missing in, Missing Peace, uh, La Triste Ballerina, Scandal Made Me Famous, Ted Pattern, Education, Mom, and Breakers. So tell me what are some of the things that you enjoyed about those productions? Wow, <laughs> so you listed off quite a few things there. Um, all of those were so different. So some of those were short films, um, some of those were feature films. One of those was an indie series, and we did four films of that. Um, so it's a different experience for each one. I mean, yeah. on the type of content that you're creating, it can be a total and so let me see listed breakers and the actual title is breakers saving harper ross uh independent series that we did okay um and that was super fun because that was my first i guess you could say on besides dallas which i had done many many years before that um 
that was my first ongoing production because we were filming several series. So that yeah. was really cool being usually on a film, um, or even if you book like a guest star or something on a TV show, you're coming in for a couple days mm. and that's it. But, um, or a film, you know, you're several weeks and then you're gone. Yeah. But for Breakers, you know, we were filming months at a time. And so being able to come in and get to see the same group of people, you're working with the same actors. So at that point, you're, you've built up a really fun chemistry with everybody. Um, it's just a really fun family yeah. community feeling experience. And so that was very different than anything else I had that's so cool wow yeah i think the fact that you get the chance like uh like to meet new people and to create this community also that yeah i think that is one of the of the benefits of being of being an actor right that you get the chance to meet so many different producers directors uh other uh co like uh, co-stars uh co-work stuff like that so and the good thing here i guess is that that eventually you get the chance to work with them or they will consider you right away because they will remember you, stuff like that, right? Oh yeah, I've had many producers, many directors that I worked with on smaller things, on small short films, and they themselves have worked their way up in the industry hmm. and now producing their own feature films or they're directing on feature films and they've reached out to me, you know? Hmm. So um, constantly building that network and building relationships with people is, you know, half battle in this country. Um, and so, yeah, it, it's amazing being able to network and meet so many people. Totally. Those moments where you do book something where you can be with the same group of people for a longer time, it is a really nice feeling. Yeah, that's so cool. That's so cool. I mean, what can I say? Your career is basically super cool here. And because you're super cool, I need to give you a quick epic shout out. So, Now, moving on, <laughs> uh, what would you say is an important aspect for those who recently started acting should know about? What's an important aspect of the industry that new actors should know about? Yeah. Oh, man, there's a lot. The um, <laughs> I don't know if I can say that something is the most important, but I think to start with, it's get in class studying um whether you're just studying at like a groundlings or a ucb where you're doing improv or you're taking an ongoing acting class or you're coaching with someone we yeah. um really investing the time to be in the community of people that love, i think it's really really important because from there you're able to make friends and you're able to build a community of support and that is huge totally. system because man the day will come where you will feel like you've hit rock bottom and you want those people there for you you totally. want, want your cheerleaders alongside you who will be able to help pick you up and encourage you to move forward my i guess first piece of advice would be find that community and find it fast Yeah, I, yeah, I totally uh, uh, agree uh, with you, and 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 also because it is true. Whenever you will get those moments in which you feel 
horrible that you should like uh, change another career or you're mm -hmm. just asking yourself like what the hell am I doing or you start to compare you know like uh, with other people at the same age as you and you see them like in totally different positions as you and you're like why I don't have that you know stuff like that so yeah I know what you mean that, that you need like this community which you can rely every now and then you kind of fall you know in order you know, to kind of to, uh, to get up and get to continue yeah exactly and it's also encouraging being able to watch other people's journeys, you know. Everyone's journey in this industry totally. is no one gets to where they are the same way. Mm -hmm. And being able to watch how other people do it, how the success that other people have had, you know, and being able to yeah. share victories of other people is really important for the work that we do. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I can I can totally totally understand that yeah with this like with this show with the with the amount of actors that i've interviewed every single story is different i mean there is no there is no uh, story that is the same or so so i think that is also kind of the beauty of uh, of of uh of making like your dream come true you know or working or, or working to you to, to like the thing that makes you happy the most that it doesn't matter where you come from or where you or where you are stuff like that because everybody has like a different story and everybody can can make it if you put like your mind and your heart to it you know what i mean yeah yeah so i always like to say no one is gonna want your best more than you will want your so you have to be the person who's going to push the hardest no one is harder to succeed mm -hmm. you that yourself and yeah. so and and again just going back to what i said having a community of people make that easier internally for you to build up the encouragement for yourself yeah. times that's just what's needed you know so no one's gonna fight for you more than you'll fight for yourself and so I think keeping that in the forefront of your mind too will help you push yourself to the limit totally, yeah. totally. so then in 2020 and this year you have been in more projects such as Sons of Thunder the L word Generation Q, uh, Lily's here, no loss, no gain. Oh, and Animal Kingdom. But tell me, like, what, like, yeah, like, what did you like the most about acting? What do I like the most about acting? What a loaded question, man. There's so much I love about acting. Um, like your top five, like your top five things you love the most about acting. Now a top five. I went from having to list one to five. Oh my gosh. Um, well, I guess I would say every day is different. No day is the same yeah. in the entertainment industry. And so that's fun and nice, sometimes super stressful, but yeah, <laughs> um, nice that it, you know, there's a lot of going on. Um, so that's one thing I like. Another thing I like is, you know, with acting specifically, you get to play other people, you get to not be yourself, you get to um, be the extremes of other personalities. Yeah. Um, I've always been drawn more toward the villains in stories, not toward the heroes. And so being able to dabble dark side a little bit, really fun, especially if, you know, you're not a dark, you know, crazy person in real life. It's fun to be able to do that. Yeah. Right. Um, so there, I gave you two, and I'll stick with that. Those that, are that's uh, fair enough. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah, you know, in one of the interviews that that, that I had, uh, they were telling me that they like to be a villain because 
they get the chance to shout at people and to be mean to people and stuff like that. And they, I mean, they, they are not like that, but it's good to kind of get that, get that side of you every now and then and be like, okay, let's continue. So. Yes, I love it. I love playing the villain. One of the first moments as a kid that yes. realized like, oh, wow, I really think I could do that. Or I really like that. Or I want to be doing that was when I watched Annie okay. and uh, Carol Burnett was playing Miss Hannigan, who of course is the in the movie Annie. Mm-hmm. And my favorite character. I loved Miss Hannigan. And so I think that was a really early indicator for myself. I'm just like, ooh, I think I like the, I think I like the dark side. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, and you know what I think? Uh, like playing the villain is cool because you get the chance to go all out, and it's fine because you're the villain. You know, everybody's expecting for you to go all out, and no matter what you do or say, you're the villain. So you're kind of in, in that zone that everything is allowed because you're the villain. So right. That's yeah. Good. Now, going to your performances on theater. So let's start with now Worthy. So was that like your first play? And do you remember some of the feelings you had when you were on stage for the first time? You know, that was not my first, first play. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I did now boarding in high school. And I had done plays like in middle school. Yeah. At, um, but now boarding wow i am surprised you pulled where did you find that is that on my resume <laughs> it is resume website yeah i got the yeah so normally what i would do is i will have like five different tabs that will be just like checking here and there so yeah. yeah yeah i mean i at that point i had been on stage pretty often and mm-hmm. so I, I can't really answer how I felt being on stage for the first time. However, I will say that every single time, whether I'm on stage or it's day one of production, day one, shot one, yeah. I get the nervous butterflies, nervous jitters. That happens every single time without totally. fail. And then after that, you know, your body kind of settles into it and I don't really get nervous but always for the first moment when you step out on stage or that first time you hear action it gives you that rush of adrenaline you know so that's that's still the same and I think that'll that's how it'll be forever (laughs) cool that's really cool and also you have been in Inherit the Wind uh, Pride and Prejudice George Orwell's Over the River and Through the Woods Shakespeare in Hollywood The Games of Foot and first Baptist of Ivy Gap. So can you tell me more about, yeah, can you tell me a, a little bit about your characters in those, in those plays? And also what are the things that you enjoy the most about them? Yeah, so those um, band from when I was in college to um, after I graduated. Yeah. For a couple of years after I graduated. And so those were all straight, they weren't musicals, they were classic mm-hmm. plays. Um, and yeah, they kind of vary in and in genre. Pride and yeah. Prejudice is a piece and it's a romantic story. I Bennett in that. Um, it's actually really funny because I read Pride and Prejudice in high school and I'm not a fan. I did not like it. <laughs> I was like, I don't know what the hype is about. I'm yeah. just not enjoy the story. But then when I got cast in the play and having to look at 
the the work of literature from a different angle you know i really fell in love with it um and i really enjoyed it and so i just always found that interesting on how you approach material differently it can just totally change your perspective um and i, I always remember that about pride and prejudice that's so cool yeah that's so amazing and like what would you say uh yeah like what would you say it's an important aspect for a play to be a, a successful one an important aspect for a play to be a successful one um i think a really important piece of chemistry mm. i mean chemistry with co-stars with your counterparts are really important across the board for avenue of entertainment if you will but for for plays and for stage work you know you're working with these people for sometimes months on end and you know if you're on a broadway show you're doing eight shows a week for who knows years sometimes yeah. um so i think having that rapport with your fellow castmates having that chemistry is crucial um it'll translate on stage and you know the audience is not stupid the audience tell the audience read into when or not yeah. So I think having chemistry and building that friendship uh, with your castmates off stage is really important. Okay. And what are some of the things that you do before and after a play? Like, is there any go-to meal before the play or any <laughs> go-to song? Like, like, do you have like a, let's say like a ritual or like, like yeah, like what are, what are some, uh, some of those things? Well, I haven't done a play in a few years. Mm -hmm. um, which I would love to change that. I would love to do a play again soon. Um, and I'm sure I will. Theater is never awful for me. Theater was my first love. So I'll, I'll go back to it at some point. Um, rituals though. I mean, I always had like a good luck charm with me backstage. Mm -hmm. I think that's something that a lot of people don't realize actually about theater actors is that there's a lot of uh superstitions going on <laughs> so like you're asking there's a lot of rituals a lot of yeah. a lot of you know rhythms that the same um it's a lot like sports you know athletes feel the same way mm -hmm. But, yeah i had like a specific good luck charm that I, i would actually wear under my costume um their uh, music is a huge motivator for me even okay. for television work so uh For my characters, I usually make a playlist that I feel like embodies who the character is or yeah. that the character would listen to. Mm. And so typically I'll listen to those playlists um, before performing. So that was always something I did. Um, I didn't really have any specific meal. I mean, I wouldn't really eat a ton right before just because no one wants to feel like yeah. Oh, lethargic and full on stage, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, I honestly didn't do anything super crazy. Um, I would usually wear like the same socks, you know? <laughs> It's really gross, but if you have a weak run, like I wouldn't, I would wash my socks in the sink, you know? I wouldn't put them in the washer, that way they could dry in time. And wouldn't have to worry about mm. laundry, you know, things like that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, nothing like super crazy. 
That's so cool. Yeah, it is so. I mean, it is so interesting when I ask this question because everybody has like different, like uh, different techniques. Let's say, right? Some of right. them will will like run a mile before going, like going on stage. Some of them will kind of meditate and have like this moment with the character and themselves. Other would other would say like, okay, let's go and just go at it. And and once we're done, okay, we're done, and that's it, right? Yeah. So, it is so interesting how like everybody has like their own thing going and that it works for them so yeah i mean i would obviously oh sorry i have <laughs> a little tickle in my throat yeah i think that they um, have, uh, have been so yeah yeah i know what you mean yeah <laughs> sorry um no i mean yeah obviously i would get in the zone and prepare and get into, you know i do that no matter if it's stage or something else mm. okay Now you have been so you mentioned uh, musicals uh, a few minutes ago, but tell me, so you were in musicals such as Love American Style, Unspoken, Annie, The Wizard of Oz. So tell me, what do you like the most about being in musicals, and how you usually prepare your voice before a performance? I love musicals. <laughs> um, I really, really do. I grew up watching musicals, and um, that was again one of first realization of like oh man I think I really want to do that was watching musicals um, yeah. Sound of Music, My Fair Lady um, so I love doing musicals I would kind of just do typical prep work I mean do your runs um, yeah. as a chorus and as a whole ensemble you would warm up together with your yeah. musical director And so there's certain teas that I would drink, um, certain cough drops that you you know use throughout the day and throughout the weeks that you're performing. Lots of vocal rest, you know, just things like that that I would do to prepare. But um, musicals are a lot of fun because I feel like you can be bigger than life. Um, yeah. Even great play, you know, musicals are are usually bright and loud and very expressive and so it's musicals are special i really yeah. love them. yeah totally and i think it is also an awesome experience when you see the audience also singing along with you right oh yeah when you when you can hear that everybody knows the songs it just makes it's i think musicals are a much more collaborative art form between the audience and the performer Um, because yeah. exactly like you said, most of the time they know the songs and they know the song that's coming up. Yeah. You know? So they're singing with you and you feel their energy and it's just, it's so fun. It's so much fun. Totally. Now you also do voiceover and you have the, and you did some some voiceover gigs for Kid Bible Heroes and HEB. So tell me, what would you say it's an important thing for a voiceover performance to be a good one? You know, I would never say I'm a voiceover actor. <laughs> um, I book some voiceover work through, um, like for HEB example, I booked that commercial and then I had to do a voiceover for it. Yeah. I book it because I'm a voiceover actor. So I, I haven't really done a ton of voiceover work. Um, I, I'm totally open to it, but voiceover work is kind of a whole different world all on its own. I mean, just like being an actor, you train and study for it in a very specific way. And yeah. the 
with voiceover work. People train and study voiceover work and uh, very specifically. And so um, I don't want to give any advice because I would never say that I'm a voiceover actor because yeah. You know, I haven't done the the work to really become one, and so I don't want to give advice <laughs> for that one. Fair I don't and, want to go in the wrong direction. <laughs> okay. Now, if you could describe your career at the moment on a movie, TV show, or a play, why not? What would be the title of it? If my life was the title of, oh, um, waves. <laughs> Because our career, acting is like okay. it's in waves, this industry. Mm. Yeah. So, so, something along that line. Storm, waves, okay. you know. That. And would it be a movie, TV show, or play? Oh, probably a movie. Okay. Yeah. Movie. Film was like, I like as a kid, I wanted to be a movie star. You know, that was the thing. Like, I want to be movie star you know so I think it would be fitting that it would be a movie okay okay and would it be like a trilogy or just one of that two huh I don't know if there's enough of interesting things in my life for it to be a trilogy <laughs> um, so we'll just go with a standalone a standalone like a24 indie mm. film. okay that's good yeah I like it then if it turns out to be a super successful one, then years later, you can make a reboot again. Exactly, exactly. There you go. That's what uh, everyone does. Yeah, <laughs> like everybody, yeah, that, that's what everybody does, yeah. Um, and like, what can we expect from Amanda in the future? What can you expect from me? Yeah. Well, I do have a few things coming out next year that are really exciting. Um, I just wrapped on a film uh, that I, was on for a few weeks in Oklahoma, mm -hmm. uh, West for Tom Sawyer's Gold. Cool. And that'll be coming out in the spring of 2022. So keep your eyes out for that. And then um, I also am in the Orville, which is a Fox and Hulu show. Mm -hmm. And um, Seth MacFarlane is the creator, producer, director of that show. It's a sci-fi um, type of story. Cool. And That'll be coming out in the spring of 2022 as well. So those are two things uh, that'll be released. But other than that, I mean, hopefully a lot more, right? There you go. Totally. So we'll see what happens. There's a lot of things kind of out there right now, and we'll see how they go. We'll see what happens with them. But fingers crossed that you'll see a lot from me. Yeah, I do. Yeah, same thing, same thing here. With I definitely, I definitely want to see more of your awesome work in the future. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. And like my last question here. Now, since since we're already in the whole Halloween season and everything, like what movie or show could you recommend for Halloween time? For this weekend, let's say. Huh. A show or movie for Halloween? Something new? Something old? Or... Yeah, like, uh, let's go with both. Both. Okay. Yeah. Huh. I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm not a huge Halloween person or movie person. Yeah. I'm a wimp when it comes to scary things. <laughs> I scare pretty easily. I get pretty jumpy. So I really don't do a ton of like horror films or scary movies. 
So I don't really have anything in those worlds that I would recommend. However, I did just see The Last Duel, which is uh, Ridley Scott's most recent that came out in theaters, I think last week. Mm-hmm. Amazing. It's so good. It was beautifully made. I can't recommend that movie enough. Everyone needs to go see that in theater on the big screen. So that would be my number one film that I would re- recommend right now is go see The Last Duel. There you go. That's my there answer. You there you go. Well, I mean, at the end of the day, Amanda, what can I say? You are super epic, super awesome. I mean, basically, you are super and that's it. So uh, you have, <laughs> such, a, you have so, such an awesome career here. You have been through so many projects, plays, musicals. I mean, you have pretty much done everything, which is so cool. And I can't wait to see more about it in the future. And I'm super sure we will continue with seeing it then, even in more and more and more um, bigger franchises and stuff like that. Now, because you're awesome, I need to give you another quick shout out, so. There you go. And um, also, I, I want to thank those who are watching this. If you, or if you're watching this later on YouTube or listen, or listen to this later on the podcast, Make sure that you're following Amanda and all of the social media. Normally, what I would say is for you to put pause and leave a like, subscribe real quick. It helps me a lot. Uh, then hydrate. And then definitely go follow Amanda. Leave a million likes. Uh, share content. Support her. Like, let like let the, let her know how awesome and, and amazing she is every day. And then come back. And again, Amanda, thank you so, so much. It is so cool to have the chance to, uh, to, uh, to speak with you. And well, before I send you off, I said you're also in another play, so. So, yeah, uh, keeping amazing, keeping awesome, and have an amazing weekend. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure talking with you. With you too. Bye. Bye.